Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. And now for another Sports Throughout History! Bum, 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 bum. Brought to you by... The History Channel. Let's do the history of socks. I don't care anymore. They are they are running out, really. Yep, That's they're a, out of history. The, yeah, the amount of history content they're producing in the History Channel is going faster. They break the amount of they new history being created. They yep, should have switched to news. Really to news. Yeah, it's current. CNN had it. They explored being History Channel first, and then they're like, "No, it's not gonna not for <laughs> yeah. us." Uh, but so yeah, today's segment we're going to talk about who was the most loathsome president of the IOC. Oh, all of them. The answer yeah. is all of them. Yeah. yeah. So well. I want you guys to pay a little attention because I have narrowed it down to two. Okay. Okay. Uh, I did not have enough time to do as comprehensive research as I felt like was really needed to answer this question. Okay. But I do feel like these are the two front runners. And the IOC is the International Olympics Committee. That right? is correct. Okay. Just yeah. wanted to make sure I So knew. these are the people who read Because you know how... And historically corrupt. Right. right. We all... We are all this is part of it, right? But this is, I've been thinking more about this lately, Jordan. You know how, like, growing up, there was this whole sort of attitude from the people who were, like, only watch the Olympics that were like, oh, yes, God, you watch stupid sports all year. But the Olympics is when it really matters. It's, like, wholesome and wonderful in a way that other sports aren't. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. Right. Well, also, it, exactly. it, it's a and bunch of posers because it's, like, all of a sudden, for two weeks, every four years, you get really into rowing. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, every year I'm into baseball. No. Right. Just every I mean, year. Totally. Every day of every year the I'm into baseball. The people are just like, oh, I love gymnastics. I'm like, then, yeah, like how many odd year world championships have you watched? The answer zero. The answer zero. Shut the fuck up. You don't like gymnastics. You like reality TV. And You must be a lot of fun years. at parties, Joel. Yeah, no, th- this is exactly <laughs> Is this oh. another feature interest story? God. Right. So to... To hammer this point home, I'd like to talk a little bit about the organizing committee, i.e. the one thing that makes the Olympics different from other sporting events, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. And so let's talk about the, the two, two people uh, who I think we should talk about. His first, the first one, His Excellency, the most excellent, Juan Antonio Samaranc. Okay. Juan Antonio Samaranc. Wait, hang on. Oh, there might be an extra syllable. Samaranac. 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 Okay. Samaranac. Uh, I'd feel bad about mispronouncing his name, but he's a douche. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, he's he's the second longest head of the IOC. Uh, he's a supernumerary in Opus Dei. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Which is one of those, like, we don't want to be racist and say that that must be bad. But it's probably that sounds bad. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not a lot of, like, okay people in Opus Dei. Yeah. As I understand it. Uh, and for that matter... Also a fascist, in a very literal sense. Got his start as a sports administrator in Francoist Spain. <laughs> well, I mean, but let's yeah. let's cut him a break here. If I want to be a sports administrator, I grow up in Francoist Spain. What are my what are my what are my opportunities? There we go. That's a fair point. Except that he didn't grow up in Francoist Spain. <laughs> <laughs> he chose it. He participated in the Spanish Civil War uh, on the side that was the opposite of the one that Ernest Hemingway was on. Okay. Uh, okay. Or to put it another way, and what most people would go with first, the same side as Hitler. 
Right. The Hitler right. side. That would be, yeah, the Hitler side. That is never the side you want to be right. on. Right. Yeah. On the Hitler side. Uh, yeah. But people decided, what the hey? You know, I was I was just wanting to get that first big internship for an Olympic committee, and it, it was Hitler. It was yeah, the Nazis. Right. Yeah. Who hasn't participated in a fascist uh, revolution in the 1930s? Everyone who was there was caught up in it was, something It was very other. trendy. A lot yeah. of ideas going around. You had to exactly. pick a side. Some people were right. Some people were wrong. Yeah. yeah. And to foreshadow a little, I can hear you guys thinking, Joel, you've already blown this. I'm just going to take the guy who's not a fascist yep. and who's not on the same side as Hitler. Right. Sure. That's right. right. That's, that's where exactly I'm it. Yeah. Where I'm leaning. Yeah. Hate to break it to you. That's not going to be a deciding factor. Oh, wow. <laughs> but we'll get back to that later. They uh, were both fascists. Uh, yeah. <gasps> the other clear, one was Hitler. In the, <laughs> in, the, in the roughly 120 years that the IOC has uh, existed, uh, for at least 40 of them, the IOC president has openly been fascist. Wow. I'm sorry. Has been someone who at a time in their life was openly fascist. Well, I guess. that feels like there's a few qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. In the history say, of the Olympic Committee, battle. 40 of the years, right. the president had ties to fascism. Right. By the, the time they were president, they were usually like, oh, pretending that they weren't fascist back then. Oh, okay. Right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what can we say about uh, Semiranix, Semiranx? I don't know. Sammy's tenure. <laughs> there we go. I like it. Sam A. Yeah. Uh, as the do? IOC president. It was corrupt. All right. Makes sense. Right? This Makes is sense. like. That's why you become the IOC president. Historically corrupt. Uh, really, no organization in the world was better at shaking down foreigners for vast sums of money in exchange for the opportunity to host an incredibly wasteful, expensive <laughs> forest boarding festival. They perfected it yeah. during Sammy's time in office. I'm sorry. Is this Connecticut lobster? What do you think this is? The Pan Am Games? Fuck you, Stockholm. Winter Olympics 2030 are in Oman. Whoa. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's oh, how it goes. Oh, man. Uh, and, and to a great degree. So while the entirety of the corruption uh, under Sammy's reign, impossible for us to do in a single segment like this. We'd need like a 12-parter. Uh, but we'll skip to the well, late 90s. Won't that be a fun podcast? Oh, yeah, off. there we go. Really <laughs> fascist, uh, fascist, fascist podcast. But yeah, a lot of the stuff that came out about the late 90s is the stuff that's most notable, right? So he was, could, could a, I don't want to jump the gun here, but can you give me a, a range for his tenure? Yeah, like I forgot eras? to write that down. Uh, but it wasn't the 90s. I imagine the 90s. It was about 20-ish years. Okay. Uh, and he ended in sort of the early aughts. So I want to say it encapsulates okay. okay, a lot okay, of the okay, 80s, okay. too. Uh, do gotta give him credit. He oversaw the dream team becoming a thing. There we go. That's nice. I don't know that he gets credit for that. I feel like we get credit for that. We're the ones who said, hey, let's let the NBA players play. (laughs) No, no, no. Well, no. (laughs) Not him. No, no, he did because they weren't allowed to play because back then it was the amateurism thing. Oh, they really? didn't. They didn't allow professional athletes at all until. So how much did we bribe him in order to get that? Good question. Yeah, because that was the deciding factor. Isaiah Thomas bars, right? And then he didn't put him on the team. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah. So uh, when uh, it, it really all sort of comes out at a certain point, but we should say like going all the way back to 1996, Melbourne trying to get the Olympics. Right. They get a request from six delegates. Uh, requesting that when they come to visit to do a look around Melbourne to see if they want them to host the Olympics, that they have uh, all of their brothel expenses taken care of. 
They're brothel expenses? Brothel expenses. Wow. This is submitted to like the And this was Olympic the 1880s or the 1980s? <laughs> no, this would be for the 1996 Olympics. Oh, my goodness. So, wait. So, this is in the late 80s then because they're trying Probably to get the Probably would have been in the late 80s, right. 96 yeah. Olympics. Okay. And they're putting in writing, hey, so, you know, when we come to Melbourne, we don't know what your brothel situation is like, but we're going right. to need that expense. Right. So, like. All of the IOC members are sending along requests, right? Like writers, you know, like yeah, all yeah. brown M&Ms in my dressing room, right? Yeah. Six of them were like, obviously, brothels, <laughs> right? I, Not even like, I'm going to visit huh. brothels. Like, I would like you to cover the cost of my brothels while I'm in Australia. Also, wait, how do you huh. say brothel? 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 Brothel. 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 I, go a, I go a TH. Yeah, I do a I hard like brothel. A, I feel like you're switching to like the Z. Brothel. Brothel. Brothel? brothel? That's what you were saying. Oh. Yeah. That's what I heard. Okay. Well, I'm no, sorry. It, it's brothel. <laughs> <laughs> brothel. I guess I'm not emphasizing the H very much. But. I don't go. I don't I, <laughs> I don't know what they're like. Yeah. I don't know. And every time in. you have gone, you've been like, do you pronounce it brothel? 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 I, I actually and really, they're like, sir, please pay or leave. Shut up and kiss me. Right. I really want to go to one. I would not participate. But on the other hand, I'm also like, this has been a part of human culture for a very long time, and I've never been in one. And if the IOC paid for it, you'd yeah. participate, right? Like it's a, yeah. Be like, yeah. I'd, I'd be that guy who's like, can we just talk? <laughs> So I don't know how, how sex workers go in, in Melbourne, but presumably in the late 80s, they're still using brothels. They're not just using motels that are available. They actually have physical locations like Western saloons right. in Melbourne. Apparently, it was pre-Tinder. Apparently yeah. one that people from all over the world were able to like look up and submit requests about. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. Melbourne turns down their brothel requests. And as you're probably no doubt aware, they did not get the 1996 Olympics. Because Atlanta was like, yeah, we'll show you where to go. All the brothels are here. Uh, We have some excellent strip clubs. Right. Do you want to go to the Coca-Cola brothel? Which are a warm-up for the brothels. (laughs) Ted Turner's brothel is right here. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. So, obviously, we got the 96 games because... Yeah, because Mel- sure. Melbourne's got, uh, apparently a bunch of fundamentalists. Gee. Yeah, yeah. You you guys brought a principled bid to a brothel fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to work. Hey, don't do it. Uh, but yeah, and then in 2000, they give the games to Sydney. Fuck you, Melbourne. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sydney would Holy cover shit. those brothel expenses. That's got to be upsetting on many different levels. Uh, but... The one that really starts to capture people's attention, though, is Nagano, the 1998 Winter Games. Okay, I remember these, yeah. Right? Uh, So, just as a primer here, uh, the mayor of Nagano admitted that his city paid a Swiss company $350,000 to gather information on IOC members so they could do a better bid. Huh. To be to be clear, their likes and their this dislikes? was a three hundred and fifty thousand dollars of research so yeah. that they could target their bribes better. And this is not like the Facebook days where all you have to do is pay fifty bucks to Mark Zuckerberg. He's nope. like, here's all their data. Nope. nope. Yeah, this is like the eighties. So targeting's much more difficult. Wow. Oh, okay. See, I, yeah. At first, I was thinking they were doing like Oppo research. Like we're gonna get them. Mm. Like we'll we'll turn the tables. But no, this was just like. Well, what kind of diamonds do they like? Yeah. Sure. Oh, blood right. diamond exclusively. Okay. okay. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. That probably would have been way cheaper. <laughs> uh, Nagano, uh, some people estimated, spent $66 million on their bid. Wow. Though the city says it was nearly $18 million. <laughs> uh, in bribes. 
Right. Eh, well, you know. the presentation. They have to make yeah. a video. They have to right. have like props and stuff. They have like it's the Olympic mascot, Mr. Integrity. Right, hey, right. It's me, hey. Mr. Integrity. <laughs> but also, Jordan, members were treated to elaborate banquets with sushi pile on miniature boats. Oh, that's uh, fun. That's that fun. That's good. Traditional serving style known as izukuri. Pretend I didn't botch that. Izukuri? Is yep. that the one? Yeah, where you just pick it up off the boat and they charge you later? Yeah, there you go. Except the Jordan. Well, they're not getting charged. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. But the boat thing is fun. Yeah. Right? Okay. Oh, the boat thing uh, is fun. Also, geishas. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That, again, feels that feels weird. feels weird. It feels like the brothels thing again. Yeah. Uh, how do you join the IOC again? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so in 1992, though, Citizens Group asked for a full disclosure of the spending on this. 90 volumes of, like, receipts they kept. <laughs> Here's all the shit oh. we're buying for the IOC members. Would have been a big scandal, except that they burned them. Wait. Wow. Burned them all. The IOC or Nagano? <clears throat> Nagano. Nagano. There you go. Like, they oh, were like, God. we can't let this go. We, we want to keep these Olympics. Yeah. Right. We, we don't want to lose the Olympics. Also, we just... Don't want people knowing. Sorry, <laughs> citizens group. They on. all got set on fire somehow. <laughs> like, like the uh, missing eleven minutes of the Nixon tape. I'm sure it was nothing. Right, right. She accidentally clicked her foot in the thing. Yeah, it exactly. Happened. The so only N word on that was nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so now we get to Salt Lake City, who would host the 2002 games. And here's the thing: Salt Lake City wanted to host the 98 games. And they're winter, like, okay, yeah. Yeah, but then they're like, oh, no, we didn't spend nearly enough money on bribes and hookers. I would and also stuff. imagine, yeah, the Salt Lake City thing. Uh, I imagine the, the geishas, the brothels, alcohol. Those, these are things that are tougher for them to maybe bribe with. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is Salt Lake City. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, not going to be easy. But, A little uh, different than Nagano, I guess. Woo! But, Nagano! Yeah, Nagano! <laughs> Where everybody goes to their bachelor parties. <laughs> yeah, if I had a nickel for every bachelor party I've been in Nagano. Oh, All right. yeah. uh, but so they did things like uh, took three couples to the 1995 Super Bowl, uh, loaned one member $30,000 to help a friend get plastic surgery to remove the bags under his eyes. Wow. That is weirdly specific. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it though? And get this, one John Huntsman, uh, famed Utah politician. Right, I think he yeah. was the governor? He was in Congress. I know that. Uh Uh, Hosted uh, Sammy at his lavish Park City home together with Tom Welch and presented him with a commemorative Browning pistol. Ooh, sorry, John. I think he wants a Luger. (laughs) No Olympics for you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So these are just some, like I said, of the corruption. Because they burn the rest of the corruption, well, the bad I, stuff. I, I want to ask, of the, the Salt Lake bribes you described, were these the successful bribes for 2002 or the unsuccessful Oh, these bribes? were the successful bribes for 2002. But you remember remember the unsuccessful ones. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is around, like, see, this is the thing that brought it all down, that it was the scandal over Salt Lake City that led to most of the Nagano stuff starting to come to light. Because right. when they people came to the, the Salt Lake City... And they were like, hey, guys, what's with all the corruption by your, your committee to host the games? And they were like, we tried. <laughs> right. Last time we had a very, very reasonable amount of corruption that we were offering. We couched our bribes with names that made them sound not like bribes. And look what happened to us. Sure. All those damn party people from Nagano <laughs> snaked it up from under us. Uh, anyway, that's all I have on Sammy. 
I'm I'm actually you can tell the listeners at home I was a little late because I was trying to look up all the corruption and I couldn't get all. It's sure. so much corruption. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna move on now to Avery Brundage. Couldn't possibly be worse. Right? I yeah. don't know. With that uh, name, Avery Brunden. Right. Bloody Brundage. Brundage. Just seems oh, Here's the yeah. thing, Jordan. He's American. I, I bet he went to Choate. Did he go to Choate? Uh, he's from Detroit. <gasps> oh, sacrible. <laughs> right? Not where the straights meet. This guy's got to be better, Oh, right? no. No way. <laughs> the Spanish fascist. Oh, no. He's entertained by geishas. So it wasn't, it wasn't even Choate. It was Cranbrook. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, disappointing. Yeah. But here's the or thing. Or DCD. Uh, Unfortunately, Brundage is from more of the Henry Ford anti-Semitic Detroit than he is from like the Ooh, cool Aretha Franklin Detroit. Right. Yeah. Gross point. Yeah, of. yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, so, if we want to start talking about Brundage, why don't we start in 1936? Now, he's not yet. He's not going to be the IOC president until 52. At this point, he's heading up the American Olympic Committee. But at the time, there was some discussion by various countries around the world about how, hey, maybe we shouldn't go to the 1936 Olympics. In Berlin. Right. Yeah, sure. Because of Nazis. Yeah. I support not supporting Nazis. Right. right? There was no Holocaust at this point, but the Night of the Long Knives had happened. Right. Yeah. Some like, bad bad stuff was happening over in Europe. Right. It was in the papers. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. People knew this, right? Brundage, however, fought hard back, insisting that we were supposed to be apolitical. And arguments like, hey, they're not letting Jewish athletes compete for the German team, fell on deaf ears. Yikes. Yeah, per, per Carolyn Marvin, uh, who wrote about him later, the foundation of Brundage's political worldview was the proposition that communism was an evil before all other evils. A collection of lesser themes basked in the reflected glory of the major one. These included Brundage's admiration for Hitler's apparent restoration of prosperity and order in Germany. Ooh. His conception that those who did not work for a living in the United States were an anarchic human tide. Boy, that one just never goes away. No, does it? that's a tough one. Yeah. Right? And a suspicious anti-Semitism which feared the dissolution of the Anglo-Protestant culture in a sea of ethnic aspirations. Oh, no. Again, common theme. <laughs> this okay. is tough. These, these just stick with us. Yeah. Uh, also, rumor has it that the two Jewish members of the 4x100 relay on the American team who were not ultimately allowed to compete in the 36 games... Uh, that was at Brundage's uh, request. Oh, no. Because he no didn't good. want to embarrass Hitler. Yikes. Oh, God. <laughs> Talk about things that don't That's age a, well. Right, right, that really, now, that we don't understand, decision. babe, I didn't want to embarrass Hitler. Right, exactly. Should, should be stated, there is less explicit evidence for this. However, the sort of stink of guilt by association begins to, to gather steam the further you get into Brundage's personal history. And it feels like too much of a coincidence to just be like, oops, they didn't and let I the two and Jewish I, And people. I don't want to mitigate his legacy, but I do want to say one of the best things we know about 1936 is Jesse fucking Owens. Right, right totally. Being fucking like, exactly. what now? Was, what yeah. now? What now, Nazis? Right. Yeah. What now? Master race that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Brundage also on the boat ride over to Berlin kicks swimmer Eleanor home home off of the American Olympic team. I thought you were going to say, like, off the boat. Right, I was going to say, I thought you meant a literal kick. No, no, no. Yeah. Actually, turns out she managed to stay in Berlin as a journalist, which was not at all what they wanted to have Swimming alongside wow. the Queen Mary. Right, exactly. I am dying. But apparently, home uh, got drunk, partied all night with playwright uh, Charles MacArthur, 
Uh, both of them were married, and their spouses were not present on the trip. Sure. Uh, so this was deemed inappropriate. Olympic village of its time. Right. So apparently, being a Nazi, not okay. <laughs> Fooling around with some guy. Or I'm sorry, being a Nazi, okay. Fooling around with some, some guy, no go. Wait, the, guy, the two dudes were fooling around. No, no, no. Wait, uh, I'm confused. You Eleanor said... Holm, female swimmer, yeah. had an affair with Charles MacArthur, playwright. And, and I know what you're thinking. The issue here was not like, hey, Eleanor, you're about to be in a dormitory with all of the hottest men yeah. in the entire Why world. for a playwright? A right. fucking, I mean, much as I would love for the playwright to have right. a dog in this fight, no, not don't. for a while. No. Not until she yeah. hits her 30s. It I was think. a different time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, defending racist regimes, uh, right, to compete in the Olympics becomes something of a cause, uh, was it? Cause celeb for Brundage. Cause celeb, okay. Yeah. Uh, as we continue on, and as he becomes president from 1952 to 1972, uh, guess what? There are a lot of issues about whether or not South Africa should be allowed to compete in the Olympics. All right. Mm-hmm. Or should we say South Africa's white people should be allowed to compete in the Olympics. Sure. Right. South Africa maintained that they had open competition. They should be allowed to compete. It was just that those black people weren't good enough at sports. It seems a little Yikes. suspect. Seems yeah. a little suspect. Yeah, and here's okay. the thing. If Avery Brundage were from, like, Russia, it'd be like, oh, maybe he bought that. He's from Detroit. He knew. Yeah. He knew. He knew damn well. Uh, also, an argument that he made on behalf of Rhodesia. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if you know, uh, Phil, I can tell from your face you don't know as much about Rhodesia. I'm if, a Rhodesia outsider. Right, yeah. yeah. If, if you ever meet someone and they say to you, oh, yeah, I'm from Rhodesia, that's a bad person. Okay. <laughs> Especially if they're white. Rhodesia is one of those countries that it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's not Rhodesia. Yeah. It's Zaire. Or I guess it's not Zaire anymore anyway. But if they said Zaire, it'd be like, oh, well, not anymore. But, you know, so it goes. Rhodesia, that's the one where it's like, oh, you're a real awful racist person. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I flew, I flew th- I threw through uh, Burma on my way to Rhodesia. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he fought tooth and nail to make sure that these... Good white Rhodesians would still be allowed to compete in the Olympics, even though, once again, they were obviously stopping all of the superior athletes who they were also repressing politically from competing. That's so much repression. Yikes. Right? But Why, for Brundage... Well, how, how do you have even... After all the time you're uh, oppressing them politically, how do you even have the energy to repress them athletically? I know. Right. right. Like, what the fuck? I know. Uh, people just didn't respect it, I think. What 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 the poor Rhodesian Olympic Committee was going through. <laughs> Fucking insane. This is crazy. No, it, it really is. Really, really, really is. Uh, so he keeps fighting for Rhodesia's right to compete. Uh, 1968 rolls around. He manages to win out. Uh, don't have enough time to go into too much detail, but guess what? The uh, salute uh, after the 200-meter dash in the 1968 right, Mexico right. City Games. Yeah. Famously, uh, two black American athletes uh, raise their fists and lower their head in the black power salute of while course. on the metal platform. Yep. Uh, and it was considered, I mean, <laughs> believe it or not, it was very controversial. Oh, well, of course. It was a rhubarb. <laughs> yeah. Mean, like, it was a... Uh, a but guess bit what? of a, a dust-up in the press. Yeah. Sure. Guess what? Brundage was opposed. <laughs> he Go didn't figure. think this was okay, yeah. The Nazi salutes in 1936 were apparently not an issue. Those were okay. <laughs> yeah, right. those were fine. Oh, this, though, was really big and not wanting, you know, the apolitical nature of the Olympics to be yeah, disrupted. Yeah, it doesn't feel like he's being apolitical here. It feels like he's being quite no, no. political. You don't understand. He doesn't. He's apolitical. 
You know, the repressive regimes that are violently taking over countries and preventing the vast majority of the population from participating, uh, they're the ones in charge. What else are you going to do? Huh? Yikes. You know, that's that's how it rolls. Uh, so let's come to the 72 games, the last that he hosts. And in the lead up to the 72 games. Right. This is where that one basketball coach got his wallet pickpocketed. Right. Ah, yeah. And then one other thing happened in 72. Right. The Americans and Russians played a basketball game that was an right. abomination. Right. Right. No, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you guys have really keyed on what we're learning on sports. <laughs> right. No, but it was it was Munich. This yeah. Munich. Yeah. It was terrorism. Yeah. We talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Steven Spielberg movie. Lots right. of awfulness. Uh, but in Brundage's mind, the real awfulness was the fact that the other African nations were able to put together enough votes that they prevented Rhodesia from being allowed to compete as Rhodesia in the Olympic Still Games. with Rhodesia? Yeah. This guy's obsession with Rhodesia. Right. <laughs> Granted, the Rhodesian, white Rhodesian athletes were allowed to compete uh, with England on the English team. Okay. Even because they were technically still English in some way. Uh, uh, okay. One of those weird sort of legal things. Uh, so it's not even that people aren't being able to compete. Uh, so cut to horrifying uh, terrorism uh, thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. It was, I think, upwards of 10 people were, were killed. Most of the Israeli team. And there's obviously a lot of talk about how we should cancel the rest of the Olympics after this. Because this is clearly the most horrifying thing that's ever happened during an Olympic Games ever. But Brindage takes a principled stand. He says, no, the Olympics have to mean something bigger than all of this. Even though this is a tragedy, we're going to push forward. And he's obviously on kind of thin ice because of um, being a Nazi. Sure. Right, right. Sure. And an anti-Semite. Sure. Yep. Uh, but it looks like in this moment, he's going like to try and do the right thing. Can't trust his opinion. I feel right? like he's yeah. hard, hard to trust at this point. Now you say yeah. that. Now, I'm going to now read to you the statement that he released after all of this happened in uh, favor of continuing the games. How much do we have to bleep? Uh, none of it. Oh, few. No bleeping. The Olympics <laughs> fucking rule and cannot be stopped. Uh, Brundage <laughs> out. Some people felt that Brundage uh, inserted something into this that wasn't quite appropriate for the moment. Ooh, we'll see if we can identify see it. See if you can yeah. spot it. Yeah. <clears throat> Every civilized person recoils in horror at the barbarous criminal intrusion of terrorists into the peaceful Olympic precincts. Yes. We mourn our Israeli friends, mm -hmm. victims of this brutal assault. Yeah. The Olympic flag and the flags of the world fly at half-mast. Mm. Sadly, in this imperfect world, the greater and more important the Olympic Games become, and the more open to commercial, political, and now criminal pressure. The games of the 20th Olympiad, Olympiad have been subjected to two savage attacks. We lost the Rhodesian battle against naked political blackmail. Whoa. We have only the strength of a great ideal. I am sure the public will agree that we cannot allow a handful of terrorists to destroy this nucleus of international competition. And I'm not going to finish. No, I found the, it. It was the Rhodesian thing. Yeah, it was weird. Oh, he's like picking a he... fight from a few months right, ago, exactly. Right. Bringing it up and applying it in a situation that is right. not that at all nothing to do with it. Yeah, these also, comparing deaths to kind of equating the right, murder yeah. of the Israeli athletes, and there's no to that moment, no equivocation there. Yeah, there's no yeah. equivocation there. Uh, so we'll finish there. Uh, Brundage dies in like '76, and '72 is his last year as IOC president. Should be said. Uh, Brindage once stated, uh, the moment we handle money, even if we only distribute it, there will be trouble. So before you immediately say Brundage is worse, this guy had a handle on the corruption situation. Now, now for real, does, does it seem like, 
he was monetarily less corrupt than other IOC. Definitely from the from the research. From, uh, from, yeah. From so this actually uh, the the <laughs> corruption way worse politically. <laughs> sure. I've been reading about this lately. So uh, in 1976, Denver was selected to be the Olympic host, uh, and the good people of Colorado voted on whether they wanted to do it and said no. Wow. (laughs) This is really expensive. We don't want to do this. Uh, And it was the fallout from that, and I guess eventually that's what lands the 80 Olympics in Lake Placid. Okay. Uh, But the fallout from that is when they sort of open the door to all of the corporate sponsorship uh, that allows the Olympics to make as much money as it did. Uh, The sponsors all of a sudden had a lot more influence. So it was basically after Brundage left that they opened the door to all of this sort of corporate stuff. Well, I'm so let's not bad talk (laughs) Avery Brundage just because he was an awful anti-Semitic racist who fought for the rights of imperialistic regimes in Africa. The man stood staunchly in the face of (laughs) corruption. So really believed in the amateurism ideals. He did. (laughs) Though we should say, uh, you know, the whole idea that like amateurism is this great thing is something that I think has always been advanced by rich white people who really like the idea that you should only be able to compete in elite sports if you have loads of money and downtime. Right. Right. I'm still going to go with you. You said we had to pick our, our least yeah. favorite or the worst. Who's the most loathsome? I go with Avery Brundage. And, oh. and here's why. And here's why. Because uh, he is from Detroit. Okay. And I know for a fact that no other city has applied and become an Olympic finalist without getting the games as Detroit. Oh, yes. That's correct. So this motherfucker couldn't even deliver that. Yeah, wait a second. Detroit's a perfect city for it. Well, at the t- in the in the mid century, the mid twentieth century, of course, but like all the facilities already exist. They've got ice rinks. They've got. Yeah. They have applied the most times and been a finalist the most times without getting it. Yeah, it is a record. Mm-hmm. And this guy, hometown boy, did not make. Should good. be said, born in Detroit, lived most of his life in Chicago. You know what? That says so yeah, much. Yeah, that makes a lot that of says sense. So yeah, much. yeah. I, I didn't say that before because I wanted to try well, and not make it too easy. Phil? See, I think the worst one was the guy that supported Hitler when Hitler was Hitler. Because when Hitler was Hitler, you don't support Again, Hitler. Again, yeah. Phil, they both did that. Yeah, but still, he was the IOC president when Hitler was Hitler. And that's a problem. I don't know. He wasn't yet. He was the American. Oh, no, oh, so you're talking American. about Avery Brundage. Huh? He was the American Olympic committee. See, again, we got to be clear. Because Sammy, he was boots on the ground war fighting on the same side as Hitler in the Spanish Civil War. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, Hitler was Hitler. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's keep in mind. He's a member of Opus Dei. Could be that Sammy here just understands that you've got to keep all of your really awful anti-human instincts below the surface. Keep it down. Keep it down. And and he was Brundage's uh, protege. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> no, that makes, so it, it, it could just be that he saw his mentor go down, and he's like, you know what? Got to keep. He's the that for Palpatine to Brundage's Darth Vader. But Darth yeah. Vader was like, I bet I can fucking monetize this shit, right? But Darth Vader killed a billion people. So, and that brings to a close another spots throughout history. Bum, 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 bum. Brought to you by... The History Channel. Let's do the history of this piece of lint I just found in my pocket. That's our show. Email us at twoandahalfsportsman at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod. Or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. 